J.P. Maroney is founder and CEO of Harbor City Capital. Um, he knows the economy, he understands the economy, the financial world, stock market. Um, we, we may go down the road of even talking about the food chain if J.P. will hang around with us long enough. Uh, Mr. Maroney, good, mo- good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon. How are you doing? We are doing well. Um, we do a morning show three hours a day. I, my past is small business and, and somewhat in the political realm. But, but from your perspective, as we sit today, how do you evaluate what the government has done? How do you critique what the government has done? And what sort of handicapping do you think that has put on on our economy? And, and, and what advice would you give to political leadership if afforded the opportunity? What to do now? Where do we go from here? You know, I, it's funny. You mentioned being in business, and I'm from Texas. I live in Florida now, so I'm just south of you guys. But... I'm from the South, and your accent tells me that you'll appreciate this. <laughs> there, I think that a lot of business owners, a lot of Americans right now are like the Hilari bird. I don't know if you're familiar with them. I don't know if they have those in South Carolina, but a Hilari bird is a three-foot-tall bird, walks around in four-foot-tall grass saying, where are the Hilari? And I think a lot of Americans... <laughs> And a lot of business owners right now are saying that. Where are we? When are we going to get this thing back in gear? How much more of this can we take? When you say that, it's obvious that we are in the muck. We are in dire straits. I mean, I, I interact with a lot of small business guys, and these are very competent, smart, effective, efficient people who have invested a livelihood in a business, and they knew we would have a recessions. They knew that there would be storms, and we'd have business interruptions, and and some oddities would happen. We never imagined in a million years that the government would come to you and say, we have just made it illegal to operate your business from a political perspective. I mean, I don't want to know your governing philosophy, but, but what do you make of government going to small business and saying, look, right now you can't run what you do to sustain your life and support your family? I want to comment on what you just said, because you're right. Who in the world would have predicted this? We went into 2000 knowing that we had an interesting year. This is a, uh, obviously an election year. It was going to be interesting. The stock market, business, things, you know, advertising becomes more expensive. Just, it's different, right? Then we had plunging oil prices. Then this, <laughs> what I t- my wife just said, the president has a new word for the pandemic, but um, the, this pandemic hit, let's say, and I'm calling this America's economic triple threat because it's put a triple whammy on us. But I have watched the documentaries, and I don't, again, I know you don't want to get too political, but I've watched the documentaries about what happened in Europe not too long ago, all right, in years gone by. And I've always talked about that, commented to my wife, how do you get an entire body of people to move in one direction? How do you get them to take action against their neighbors? How do you get them to shut down businesses? How do you get them to throw rocks and and torches through other people's business windows? How do you do that? And we're living in it. I mean, we're right in the middle of something that is exactly like that in terms of a movement. I'm not saying that we're living in the middle of Nazism. Not That's not what I mean. But we're living at a time when our government has been able to move an entire population and control, not by rules, not by whatever, by fear, using fear to control people. And I, I think it's crazy. It's amazing. You know, you see the 
the, the poor salon owner who has become sort of poster child for this in Dallas and been arrested and the governor or the attorney general obviously getting involved in that. But, you know, business owners feeling that they can't go about their business and feed their people and take care of their employees and take care of their family. It's a crazy time. And I, I know that we had to do something according to what the health officials say to, they talk about flattening the curve, et cetera. Um, but it is time to put America back in gear, get Americans back to work. Americans are strong people. We're resilient people. Business owners are certainly resilient. I was on an interview with a radio station out of Dallas yesterday, and I said this. I said, there's not a business owner out there, a successful person out there that hasn't skinned their knees and bloodied their shins uh, over the process of becoming a success. We're resilient. We're tough. But it's time to get this thing back in gear. JP, from your perspective, you hear some of the theories of a slow return to, um, to economic you know, normalcy. You hear another of V-shaped recovery. I mean, what, what, what theory you ascribe to and why do you believe one over the other? Well, I think that this, our nation as a whole is going to come out of their caves, out of their houses with credit cards in hand, checkbooks in hand. We're already seeing a little bit of that with a lot of pent up demand, looking to spend money, ready to, to put their lives back together. However, I believe that we're going to forever be affected by what we've just gone through. In my high school years, midway through high school, I moved and lived, moved in and lived with my grandparents. My grandparents grew up in the Depression. They went through that. They thought differently about how they spent their money. They thought differently about how they earned money. They thought differently about how they invested money. And I think that the generation living through this right now, both myself, I'm 50, or 49, be 50 this year, but also our children in their 20s, 30s, they're going to think very differently. I've heard that millennials, for example, are going all in much harder than any other generation on stock right now, trying to take advantage of some of these things. And that can be, you know, being opportunistic in that way can, can be good and it can also be very dangerous. But the point is, is there is a psychology now, um, a, a psychographic that's going to be attached to this generation forever based on how we think about the future. I think that having side hustles, Small businesses is going to become even bigger. Why? Because I think people are going to wonder when is their career going to be over or when are they going to be furloughed or can I really depend on my job? So this has been living proof that you can't always depend on it to be there. And I think that business owners, if they haven't already thought about this, certainly have to think about how you keep cash reserves on hand for those times because you know the average business owner i saw statistics with like 21 days worth of cash flow and then it's over i was speaking with one of the bankers at one of the banks that we do business with <laughs> by the way having to go in by appointment only right now but i was in there this has been back when the first ppp or P payroll protection money was about to be released the um congress had approved it but it was about to be released and they were starting to get calls swamped people going to their website and one of the bankers said to me, he said, JP, I came to work this morning. I had 30-something voicemail messages waiting for me. Many of them, business owners, sounded like they were almost in tears saying, when can I get some of this money? I've got to pay my people or I'm going to go out of business. And so, I, you know, and then we saw that that money went, came and went very, very quickly. And then now the new. But it is an interesting time. And I don't think that we'll ever be the same. To speak to your point about the economy and, quote, recovery or where we're at. 
we all knew that we were overdue for a correction or some sort of a slowdown. They happen. It cycles. It happens every six to 10 years. It's just part of it. And many people predicted that when we had the last um, change of administration, when President Trump went into office, that it would happen that year. And it didn't happen. And then the next year, and you have all the, you know, the skies falling people that every year they're going, it's going to happen this year. Well, no one can predict that, right? Never try to catch a falling knife. So it's, it, it's impossible to predict it, but we were overdue for a correction. I believe this could be the thing that triggered and ultimately triggers a longer term, more prolonged economic slowdown. I think there's certainly industries that will do well. We're seeing that. There are certain businesses right now that are thriving. There are many of them that are, have come to a screeching halt and there's others, small businesses, and even big ones. Look, Pier 1 just closing all their stores, they're announcing. So there's big business and small businesses that are closing their doors for the pandemic that will never open their doors again. They'll never be able to survive this. They'll have to go find something else to do. So I do know that we're do and could potentially see a longer term economic slowdown. I think people have got to be prepared for that. But I also believe that if you're creative, we're talking about business and we're talking about restarting the economy. If you're creative and you can pivot or you're open-minded to pivoting, that this could be an opportunity for you to find new ways to create income streams in your business. This could be a way for you to be able to put yourself in a position that your competition can't keep up with by serving your people at a higher level. And that means listening to what your customers need and want most, finding new ways to serve. We've seen that, right? Look around the economy, around our local geographic markets, and you've seen businesses that previously did one thing and now they're delivering their products or services in a different way, or they're offering an entirely new line of products and services because they're trying to survive. And you know, survival is an interesting thing. It creates new opportunities. And so I think that business owners have a time that they could come out of this stronger than ever. But you've got to make every move. That means you've got to make sure everything in your business is performing or you've got to shave it. That means your client acquisition, your advertising, your marketing, um, the people that you have on board, you've got to make sure that everything that you're investing in on a daily basis to run that business has to carry its own weight and produce a return on that investment. <music>